Hey everybody, it's me, Zach. I'm just going to let you know what happened before you get into episode 11. Uh, we had recorded an entire guest segment, and we had two guests on. It was our first time we were going to have two guests on the show. And during the process of me moving stuff around on my computer, kind of deleting files and making room on my computer, I realized in the editing process that I had accidentally deleted the guest segment. So... It was there. We did have a whole guest segment planned out for you guys, but it's gone. I had accidentally deleted it. So instead, I'm going to throw out a little bonus clip for you. This clip at the very end of the show is a test recording that we had done in the very beginning before episode one, the pilot. It was where we were going to originally have me, Charles, and my friend Kevin be the host of the show. So there was originally going to be three hosts in the show. And it's never been heard before. We never released it until today. And you're going to get to hear it and see how chaotic the show was and how we were kind of learning things in the process. And, uh, you know, just kind of like where we stood at that time. There's a lot of like moments where you're like, whoa, I'm glad it changed because, you know, it was pretty chaotic. But I figured this would be kind of fun to kind of like throw out there for you guys and let you kind of listen to it and be like, wow, that's what the show is going to be like. That's crazy. So, uh, all right, I'm done breaking in the show. I'm going to go ahead and send it over to the actual show now. Bye-bye. Hey, paisanos! What kind of nonsense is this? Guess what? It's showtime. Who's responsible for this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. I ought to beat your brains, and I think I will. What's good, baby? Welcome to the show, episode 11. My name is Zach, and with me I have Charles. Hello. Uh, hey, my uh, little baby biscuit. It's me. I'm here. <laughs> I've made it, guys. I'm, I'm here, I swear. I promise I, I'm here. I finally got to the studio on time. <laughs> I dropped my ice cream. Oh, no. Oh, poor baby. Nah, it's fine. It we, don't I, I, we don't refund. We don't refund. I, I, every, every time I eat ice cream, it actually gets stuck in my mustache. Like, kind of, you know, you d- give it a little suckle, and like you try to pull it out, and it drags through my mustache a little bit sometimes. You know, that's I'm the just one thing. Sitting there, just kind of the... sitting there, like looking at my mustache, and people are like, Ugh. <laughs> like dude, "I can't help it." <laughs> that's the one thing I hate about having a beard or a mustache is like food or any kind of soupy type of food gets stuck in your beard, and it's annoying because like you don't yeah. really. Sometimes you don't <laughs> notice it, and other people do, and you're like, "Um, you got shit in your beard." I'm like, "Oh fuck." That's why it's good to keep a straw on you at all times if you got a big mustache. Yeah. Just in, you know, just in case. Yeah. Well. So what? What's been up with you this week, my dude? Ah, uh, not much. Uh, I got some updates here for you if you're interested in listening to them. Yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Let me hear it. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who contributed to episode ten and got to listen to it. Uh, we had a lot of fun with all those new segments and we want to thank the wired rabbit for joining us on episode 10, um, with episode 10 inspired a new idea. Well, kind of more like mutated the idea to, uh, so TikTok walk, we decided to go ahead and cut that from the podcast because we didn't feel it was fair to kind of like say, okay, all you audio listeners, if you want to watch it, you need to go to our YouTube channel now to watch the TikToks. So we decided for the Obscured Cartoons channel, we're going to just create a whole segment, a whole series out of it, just called TikTok Walk. And it's going to be me, Charles, Alex, and Billy uh, Billy Ray 
and we're all going to sit down and watch TikToks. And that'll be the whole series right there. Nice reactionary video to put out there. You know, a um, bit, bit of a... it Definitely, I feel like it'll be a bit of an experimental thing more than anything. I know reaction videos... Um, they're all over the place. They're a dime a dozen, but they're still pretty fun to do, especially when you're with folks. So we figure oh, yeah. why not record it. Yeah, and plus we had a lot of fun uh, doing the TikTok walk on episode ten. We were like, oh, let's let's go ahead and keep that going. So uh, yeah, it'll it'll be a good uh, drinking on a Friday or Saturday night kind of thing to do. Exactly, exactly. And um, the next update I have here is I've got we've got a new series planned out for obscured cartoons. Uh, me and the Wired Rabbit have been talking uh, behind the scenes, and um, we haven't come up with a name for the show yet. Uh, we kind of have an idea for a general format for the show, but basically it's just going to be me and him sitting down talking, and we may create like a part one and part two of episodes where you can go to Obscured Cartoons and watch part one, and then go to his channel and watch part two, or you know he'll have own, his own special format for the show on his channel. And um, not really sure exactly where this is going to go, but it's something that we kind of want to do as like a collaborative idea. And uh, the next project that we're working on together, we were talking about it. Uh, if you go to ObscureCartoons.com, you'll notice that there's a coming soon feature uh, that's been on the website since the day it launched. And <laughs> I don't know when that coming soon is going to leave because there is something underneath it. It is a card game that I've been working on for the past three years. And I've had to put it on hold because I haven't been able to find the right people to help me develop the game or to help test play it and to come up with the game mechanics and the rules and all that. So I was sitting down with Billy Ray and we were talking about the card game and uh, he's going to help me. We're going to sit down. We're going to try to open up Tabletop Simulator and import the game on there and test play it on Tabletop Simulator and come up with the rules as we go. And then we're going to try to publish the card game. If it does, you know, we, we may either go independent with it and just sell it on obscure cartoons, or we may start up a Kickstarter and say, hey, this is what we've been working on. Um, we're trying to get it to the point where we can get it maybe on shelves and stores where you can buy the card game and play with your friends and family. So that's that's another yeah. thing. Um, comic updates. I have three graphic novels that I they're in the back of my mind that I want to work on. Uh, all of them are still in the writing process at the moment. But um, so what I'm doing is I'm coming up with three cover arts for the comics, and I'm going to put out a poll to let everybody vote for what based on the on the cover arts. Which one do you want to see me work on first? That way I can easily prioritize myself and say okay this is what people want to see this is the one i'm going to put the most time in and then i'll work on the next one now zach you know what they say don't don't judge a book based on its cover well that's what they're gonna do here damn you're going against all the all the <laughs> all the you know general rules of of actual writing man what are you doing well that's how i am i, I go against the rules here I, I i don't play by the rules fuck uh, the rules but I've got one cover art finished already. Um, kind of showed it off to just, you know, Charles, Alex, and some other people. Just kind of, like, let them see what, what's what been uh, going on behind the scenes with the comics. And uh, 
I'm really happy with the with the work that I did with this first cover, and uh, I can't wait to see what I do with these next two covers. Yeah, yeah, be definitely be interesting to see the first cover that you've shown me so far. I really like that design, so I'll be interested to see how the other two look whenever you get them coming. Me too. Uh, the last update here I've got is some Discord updates. Uh, we have completely reorganized the Discord. Um, we took away some things, we added some stuff, and we put everything in its own segment now, or its own section. So it's less cluttered and all over the place, and it feels more organized. Um, the other thing is we're going to be hosting another movie night. And uh, we want everybody to go into the announcement section, if you're on the Discord, and vote for... Um, what movie you want to see uh the movies that we have that we're going to be streaming that we're going to potentially be streaming is either the new mortal Kombat movie tom and jerry the movie the devil below the toll and then some older movies that we have on the list is the mask mars attacks a goofy movie and deadpool 2 so you can go to our discord you can vote for which uh movie you want to see for movie night and uh we'll take it from there the last Discord update I have is we're also, um, we, we've changed the Cool Kids section now to just more of like a, uh, a giveaway and sneak peek type of thing. So a lot of stuff's been removed and a lot of stuff's been changed. And so now we have just giveaway, free game, and sneak peek for Cool Kids. And uh, right now in free game, if you go to free game on the Cool Kids section... We're talking about maybe giving away a free copy of Resident Evil Village. And right now it's got three votes. And I told people if it gets more than three votes and six votes, whoever participates in voting for it, they will be one of the few that will be selected for a free copy of Resident Evil Village. So that's really all I got. Hell yeah. All sounds good, man. Good updates. Good updates. Thanks, man. What's been going on with you? Um, really not a whole lot. Uh, I got vaccinated. I uh, got my second dose on Monday. So it'll be kind of nice to be able to maybe go out and do some things now. I've been sort of holding back because of the situation here at home. Don't want to get anyone else sick, potentially. Uh, really, I was also saying to myself the other day that it'd be hell for me to have been cooped up in the house all this time, mm -hmm. trying to avoid getting sick. And then, like, get sick right before I get that second dose. So that's uh. also why I just haven't been doing much uh, in terms of going outside. But, hey, uh, got the dose. It's been about a week now. Uh, so, hey, I'm looking to maybe go out and start doing things again. I've, I've honestly said to myself, like, um, that I may go ahead and go to, like, one of the parks that have opened back up around here. I know... We're planning on going to Aquatica, which is a, um, a water park. I, I can't remember who it is that owns Aquatica. I think it's, uh, the, it's the Universal Studios water park, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Or it could, like, or it could be a zoo's water park, hell if I know. I just know it's called Aquatica. Uh, my folks, everyone was like, hey, we're all vaccinated now. We should go out and actually do something finally. And I was like, yeah, I guess if we went there, like if they're chlorinating the water and shit, it, hell, it, it may be like the safest place you can go. Right. Who knows? I mean, now's the time to be doing it. When when we went out to go get some food, or we, me and Dante went out to go get some lunch earlier, and there were just people all out and about just walking around and 
getting some fresh air and I was just like wow it feels good to actually see people out and about again and like going back to their normal lives like that's that's great oh, yeah I, I love it so I definitely talked to people um who their thing to me was um they said like yeah no I'm I'm tired of uh looking at screens I'm tired of talking <laughs> to robots whenever I'm trying to get a hold of a place like they like you know my my job right now I'm working on the phones and it's honestly kind of interesting that you have those people that are like, I just want to go into the place and talk to them. But they said I had to get like, you know, that I had to set a date. So that's, you know, that's why I'm calling. But I've had a lot of people kind of express that sentiment to me that they're just tired of being stuck inside. Yeah. They get out and do stuff. It's gotten to the point now where it's like, at first it was like, yeah, I get to stay home and do all that. But I'm one of those people. It's like, I get cabin fever so quick. And I get bored oh, yeah, very easily. And um, like when I take like a week vacation from work, at first I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. And then after like the first three days, I'm like, okay, I'm bored now. And I'm starting to kind of go crazy because <laughs> I need to socialize with people. So yeah, it's about the same here. Um, definitely. Uh, anytime that I've taken a break from working, it's like I, my brain just goes numb. Yep. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it's like I said, I definitely couldn't see myself working on the phones as like a career. It's okay. But at the same time, it's one of those jobs where, again, it's also kind of brain dead. Right. My job, what's good about my job is like, I get to be, I'm driving all the time. So like, I get to see, I get to explore new places and see new things and I still get to socialize with people, but you know, I still got to wear the mask when I go in people's homes or if I go to like a, a gas station. Oh pick, yeah. Yeah. But, but most of the times when I'm outside, you know, I get that fresh air. They don't care if I take my mask off when I'm working outside. And that's the one saving grace about my job is that I still get to go outside and enjoy the weather. And you know, if, if I was stuck in an office all day long or stuck working in retail all day long, I probably would go insane. No joke. I've, I've actually thought about, uh, joining back up with AmeriCorps potentially. Oh because yeah. Because that, yeah, that was one of those jobs. It doesn't pay a lot, but gosh darn, if it doesn't give you some life experience and let you get out and do different things all the time, like that was kind of the perfect job for me because like it was kind of, you know, you know, the work that I did was tiring but at the same time, it's like, you know, it was very cathartic. You got to go out. You got to see changes that you were making. Um, obviously, people are happy to see you because you're a volunteer essentially helping them with things. Right. So I've thought a lot about like, eh, I might uh, I might actually look into doing that again because that'd be something that is uh, pretty nice. Like, like in my opinion, it's pretty nice to do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, any for anybody who's out there, anybody who would be listening to this, uh, it's something I would definitely recommend if you're looking for something to boost a resume, if you're looking for some new experiences. Uh, I'd say it's it's worth it to go into an AmeriCorps service here. Just yeah. think, Peace, think Peace Corps, but um, it's all based here in the United States. Especially if you've been working at the same job for who knows how long. And that's another thing, too, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic is that... Um, you know, there's so many people now that are just overworked and underappreciated and miserable with their current jobs. Well, don't feel like you're stuck because there are jobs that are opened up around places. You just got to 
go oh, to the yeah, right yeah. sources. And maybe right now, with as bad as everything is going on right now, it's probably best to just get some try a new try a new change. You know, experience a new. Uh, experience a new environment and and learn a new trait or a new uh, career and um, like I've got oh, a buddy yeah, right yeah. now who um, he called me up one day and the dude was miserable and depressed because of his job he works in the health field and um, he was just so upset and miserable and I was like dude come work with me for a little bit you know like the worst thing is, uh, yes, you've you've got a, a trade and a skill here that you've learned with, you know, doing nursing and all that. But, you know, where I'm at, you also will learn a trade and be certified in something. And it may be a, a change in pace that what you need at the moment. You just no job is worth you being miserable. I don't care how great the benefits are. Just take a break, find you a new job and, you know, learn something new. Yeah, exactly. Now, it's not to say go willy-nilly and just keep quitting your job all the time. Oh, like definitely I do. not. <laughs> but no, um, to me, though, I enjoy things that give me new, that bring new things to the table, like, all the time, if I can help it. Because, you know, to me, it's, I get engaged, um, I get good at something, and then it's like, it teeters off very quickly for me. That's kind of why I liked AmeriCorps, was because it was never, um never the same thing each day and you got a lot of opportunities to go and do stuff that was um, fun educational like hell we went to um, one of our volunteer gigs was helping clean up like brush get rid of a bunch of invasive plant species on the side of some hills yeah and it you know pretty long day like we were out there about five six hours just getting rid of like all these like all the underbrush whole bunch of different trees some wood uh, different things and because of it it was kind of like what they offered us in return was we got to go to the rhino sanctuary and the um and the giraffe sanctuary so we actually got to go over there and you know it's one of those things where i'm like never thought i'd see a rhino in person but hell there i was like you know they actually let us pet the white rhinos pretty pretty interesting stuff that's cool yeah that's awesome so, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it definitely like that was a lot of the um, a lot of the experiences that I had there was something like that where you know you could you could be in the office one day like working on a couple things, then you could be out like in the forest the next day helping clean up some trash. It just really it was one of those things where you kind of got to decide what you wanted to do, but mm -hmm. you know you'd run it through your boss or through whoever and just let them know like yeah, I'm gonna go do this today. And so it still gave you like kind of a, a feeling of purpose, but it wasn't con so constrained as a lot of jobs are. So it was very nice. So that, yeah. that's kind of why I've thought here lately, like, yeah, I'll probably look into that again. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking is it sounds like a good, like, you know, like a nice deal to uh, maybe get back into. Well, I guess with all that, should we move on to our next segment? Hell yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Hello, what's this? Hello. Hello, Mo. You better come right over. You're missing one of the biggest things in your life. Fun. What do you call that fun? That was boring. Okay, so everyone, going into the next segment is the things you need to know. Not that you actually need to know them. We just like to tell them to you. So, today I, I usually go with a the theme. 
And for today's theme, I thought, why not go with bones? I went with the boners last time, so why not go with bones this time? <laughs> you know, so, that episode, yeah. because I, I named it Dicktails, that episode took <laughs> took a whole day to process on YouTube because they were like Dicktails. What is this about? And so, that, yeah, <laughs> that episode that episode took a lot longer to release. Got a lot of uh, we had a lot of dick in it. Yeah, had a lot of uh, people having to look back and forth and find out what the hell was going on. <laughs> I love it though. I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, that is pretty good. All right, uh, for my first one today, um, this actually kind of falls into um, a thing for me. Today, I'm going to be a little bit more serious with some of these facts. So, you know how the AIDS is a thing, right? How AIDS, you know, HIV, all that kind of stuff. Well, there's actually people who are immune to the AIDS and HIV causing, um, uh, causing strain. And that's... It's funnily enough, uh, gingers in Ireland, there's a small population of people that, that live in Ireland that apparently are completely immune to it. And you could get rid of AIDS if you had it by getting a marrow transfusion from one of these people. And why haven't we incorporated this yet with some sort of medication for people who suffer from HIV? Typically, it's because it's a very small grouping of people, um, largely because of their own genetics. But it's been found that, main, that mainly people with red hair have a lower rate of actually catching the disease. It's because they have no soul. It could be. I don't know, man. But it's one of those I, things where it's definitely interesting to hear that uh, one of those, like a scourge disease like that, apparently has its own weakness. I apologize to any redheads out there. I, I don't really believe in that joke. Little ginger in your minge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's. I would like to see if we can get any results out of that, like actual. I, I feel like the the bone marrow transfusion is probably the only way that you could really utilize that. But that's kind of what makes it so difficult. Is with a small population like that, you you couldn't just keep doing bone marrow transfusion after bone marrow transfusion, like for people. But it's because I guess the way that their bone marrow develops their blood is that AIDS can't grab onto the cells properly. So mm. it, it, it's interesting. It's some kind of, it's some kind of like, you know, a, um, it's a superhuman power that they have. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's one of those things where it's a strange kind of, uh, gosh, why can't I think of the word right now? Uh, genetic deformity, but it actually ends up helping, but it's so weird because it's like, okay, so like, you know, I guess nature giveth, nature taketh away all the time. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, so let's what? hear your first uh, little factoid there, buddy. Okay, uh, let's go. Let's go deeper to bones here and look at some prehistoric information. So uh, dinosaurs would swallow large rocks, which stayed in their stomachs to help churn the, and digest the food. My question here is, how the hell do they know this? Did they watch them eat the rocks? So, because, I mean, you're looking at bones when it comes to dinosaurs, but how did they get this information? The best thing I could guess would be, um, because a lot of dinosaurs were, like, bird or bird-related, so it could be, like, thinking off of it. It could be that they had, um, that they found, like, evidence of gizzards or something off of one that just looked more like jerky rather than a skeleton. 
It's hard to say, but like I I could see that though. Like, especially if you just find a bunch of skeletons that all seemingly have a bunch of rocks stuffed in like their belly area, I suppose. Wow. I I just thought it was interesting. So it was the first one I found and I was like, that's interesting, but how the hell? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's my best guess. But then again, you know, they they make up a lot of bullshit about the dinosaurs. They don't know what they're talking about. That's true. (laughs) Plus, we don't even know if like the, the the bones that we're looking at when it comes to dinosaurs these days are even like all real or if they like all match the bodies <laughs> yeah. or whatnot. Uh, you had like some fucking gnome running around back in the prehistoric times. He's grabbing bones and swapping them out between the <laughs> dinosaurs to fuck with us. This is what a T Rex really looks like. Turn around, going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's my oh, first boy. fact. All right. Yep. For the second one, uh, this actually pertains to myself because I've been having this problem increasingly lately. Um, double jointed. So any folks out there who are double jointed, you probably know this Me. pain. Um, I'm double jointed in my shoulders, my thumbs, and I'm a little bit double jointed in um, in my legs. Like not majorly, but you know they can kind of pop out of place here and there. But I've been having the problem lately where I'll be sleeping. And for any of you out there who aren't double jointed, this may be something, you know, that'll be interesting to learn, but it actually hurts like hell if you, uh, if your double jointedness comes when you're not wanting it to, or it's at least very annoying. Hmm. So, so I've been waking up a lot lately where my shoulder's been popped out of place and it's like, I kind of got to sit up, pop it back in and be like, ah, man. So See, it's one of those things where, uh, just, yeah, for, you know, for people to know, uh, double joining or double jointedness can just kind of happen for no reason. And it sort of sucks when it does. Yeah. See, I'm only double jointed my thumbs, but that it's actually, it kind of, I kind of find it like in a way, like it benefits me in certain day to day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do. It, it does. But you know that, uh, that feeling when you're trying to like push something, then your thumb just pops yeah. and you're like, gosh, yeah. darn it. But, uh. Wow, yeah. I, good thing I'm not double jointed anywhere else, but I do have like bad sleeping habits where I wake up and like oh, my, yeah, whole, yeah. my whole arm is asleep or something. See, mine, I'll just roll on my arm in a weird way, and if it's up above my head, it'll just my my shoulder will just roll out of joint sometimes. And I'll wake up, my arm's just numb because it's been out of joint for like who knows how many hours. <laughs> That's such a weird feeling too when your arm's numb, like. I had oh, one yeah, time yeah. I woke up and I, I basically cut off the circulation of my arm for who knows how long. And when I got up, I like put pressure on my on the arm that was numb and I heard a pop. And from looking at it in the dark, it looked like my arm like had snapped in a weird way. And I was like, Oof. fuck, did I just break my arm? But then I like I looked at it again. I was like, okay, no, thank God I didn't break it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a pretty neat party trick just to put your hand on someone's back and then do your thumb. Or for me, it's uh, I'll have somebody touch my, like grab my shoulder and then I'll roll it out of joint. And they're just like, ugh. <laughs> I love doing where like I can pop my thumb out and then like what I do is I bend my thumb down. It makes my thumb look deformed. And I'll like, <laughs> I'll, like walk up to people like, oh God, no, g- gross, cut that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a friend has said though. Also, for you youngins out there who are double jointed, don't go too crazy showing it off to people because that actually uh, can increase your risk for arthritis. Apparently. Yep. Take it from me. I so have that's arthritis. That's what I said. Arthritis in my shoulders. Here, here it comes. It's gonna come someday. I'm, I'm waiting. Yep. See, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing. I've got. I've already got arthritis, 
and I wake up like every morning and I'll like I'll <laughs> run my hands under hot water for a good long long while. Arthritis. I'm waiting, old man. <laughs> and then uh, because of art, you know, doing a lot of comics and stuff, I've developed carpal tunnel. And uh, so it's not a good combination. Carpal tunnel oh, sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not. Get you one of them bowling gloves. That'll take care of you right there, son. Yeah. All right, my next fact here is uh, surgeons who play video games for at least three hours a week perform 27% faster and make 37% fewer errors. See, people, gaming brings out violence that helps people, along with building great hand and eye coordination. Wait, are the surgeons being violent? Did I miss something? Well, uh, the reason why I say violence <laughs> is because you know they're they're cutting people open, but it's violence that helps them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because you know you think about surgery is just stabbing somebody back to life. Yeah, that it, it's kind of like uh, I think it was Sam Onella who once said. Um, that, like there's there's a pretty fine line between uh, surgery and mutilation, like at times. <laughs> but I, I can see that how uh, video games can actually uh, bring out, like make somebody twenty five oh, yeah, or yeah. twenty seven percent faster. Yeah, the hand eye coordination, uh, it, and I, I would say that 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 thing definitely would have to go into uh, what kind of games you play. They're all playing I, Surgeon Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think something like Super Monkey Ball. I, I, like th- this is one that I've heard people say before. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard people say that Super Monkey Ball is a good one because apparently it's very like um, if you're on one of the devices anyway that it's like the tilt controls. Then it's like you have to make very teeny tiny adjustments and you have to keep your hands really steady so that it doesn't like shake or like you know doesn't go all over the place. So I I, I could see that. I could definitely yeah, yeah. see that. I could see that too. All right. Well, that's all I got for fact number two. All right. So my last one uh, here is uh, your muscles can actually slip free of your bones. The what, most famous, the most famous example of this would be Christian Bale, uh, seeing as he's a guy that he gains weight and he loses weight for a lot of his roles. Yeah. Uh, whenever he played the character in The Mechanist. He actually had one of his glutes fall out of his hip muscle or out, out of his hip bone because of how much weight he lost and how quickly he lost it. What? So uh, if you really think about it, whenever you laugh, you're kind of burning calories. You could lose weight simply by laughing. You could laugh yourself until you literally laugh your ass <laughs> off because it would just fall out of your hips. Trying to try lose some weight. Exactly. It, like it's one of those things though where it kind of. It made me think, like, damn, your, your ass can just fall out. That's crazy. Where does it fall out to? Down to your legs? Like, oh, yeah, there goes it, my ass again. Yeah, it just kind of, I mean, your hips kind of have those, um, the holes in them. Like, you know, where it's like you have your your pelvic cage, whatever the hell you'd call it. Yeah. But apparently um, where the muscle can kind of come out through there, if you lose muscle too fast, it'll just kind of become this little floppy thing and it'll just try and escape out the hole in the bottom. That is, oof! I don't even want to think but about that. Apparently, they said Christian Bale. He just asked someone else. He was like, "Hey, I felt something like kind of slip back there. Could you check on it for me?" They, and they said, "Yep, his, a- his ass fell out." <laughs> oh, I don't know why. I never it... thought I would ever hear in my life your ass fell out. Yeah, I don't know. That to me, it's one of the craziest things. But um. I also, this isn't really a fact, but I always think about this. The fact that your bones are just kind of there. 
Like, obviously they have feelings and, you know, this and that, but the fact that you don't really control them, they're just kind of there clinging to your meat. I don't know why. That always just makes me feel like, huh, now I feel weird about my skeleton. Great. Cool. <laughs> well, um, I just learned something. Now I'm going to be worried all, all the rest of my life about my ass falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it doesn't hurt because he wasn't really aware that that's what happened. Well, what do you do? You just push it back up in there? Yeah, you just kind of grab it. You just kind of wedge it up there, you know, to t tuck a little bit of a TP or something in inside your pants to keep your ass straight. <laughs> be fine. You can put a bra on your ass. It'll take care of it. Oh, God. Another thing I learned about the ass now that's disturbing. <laughs> that's all I can think is just you put you put a freaking bra on your ass to keep it from falling <laughs> I would definitely need something like that if I had that problem. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Alright, my last uh, fact here is you can now get a headstone with a, a QR code called Living Headstones. They show pages with photos, videos, biographies, and comments from loved ones. I want one of these to either upload a virus on other people's phones or that's the only way I'll ever make an OnlyFans account and you can access it. <laughs> let's scan let's scan his uh, little uh his qr code here and uh oh god i, I just got access hate, i would kind of hate that because people would just like be uploading bullshit to like your fucking epitaph <laughs> like someone would check it in 20 years and they'd find like some kid who made a fucking Fortnite dance video on top of your grave i want like i want like my headstone to be like uh like a hub source of like just trolls where it's like they somebody goes and scans <laughs> it and they're like whoa, fuck, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories on here and TikToks and whatnot, shit. <laughs> it, it, it's, ju it's just a uh, an alphabetical order of all the cuss words you could think of. <laughs> Plus some that we made up. Exactly. Yeah, my, my headstone's gonna become like a, like a new forums, like the headstone forums where people can like just chat. Yeah. <laughs> Other headstones will just start talking to you. I don't know. I, I honestly think that would be pretty good if you uh, had a f had a few headstones that were interactive. Like if you scan three of them, then it's like you get it. It's like Pokemon trading cards. Yeah, just like trade headstones or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like messed up. It's like, dude, I got the Abraham Lincoln headstone. You want to trade that? Dude, I've got a Zach Daly. What's that? That's a that's a, one of those weak ones. Get that out of here. It's a one-of-a-kind, dude. Nobody it's else a one has of a it. Kind. It's holographic, limited edition, too. Shut up. <laughs> For some reason, though, it says spank my hams when you bring it up. <laughs> I want I want headstones that like actually have like holograms where it's like you walk up to it and you can activate it. And like I want mine where it's like it just scares people. Honestly, I would just put the most ridiculous song I could find like at that time as like my headstones theme music put like the Pornhub song on there or something I don't know like it like it, I don't think it would be a Pornhub thing I think I would just like find a song that's called like like fart dearest or something I don't know well think about it if, if my headstone no played sense. if my headstone like activated when people walked by it and it played the Pornhub song everybody's gonna freak out and look down at their phone and think that Pornhub have opened up on their <laughs> phone you know what that actually <laughs> could work pretty well <laughs> I feel like I, I would actually like probably do dueling banjos, like do one side of the dueling banjos and have somebody else's headstone be playing the other one. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's great. I have yeah. like a whole like line of like a band just going. 
Uh, honestly, though, I think I would do mine in a way that it like it seems like a friggin' Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna send someone on a wild goose chase after treasure that doesn't exist. Like a geocache kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. All right. They'll, fi well, they'll find they'll find a bunch of rocks that I painted green. <laughs> if you find them all, you win a prize. It's another green rock. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess with that, let's move on to our next segment. All right. Yep. Sure thing. Good news, everyone. It's called fake news. Alright everybody, welcome to the news you can't use. This is that part where we both find random news articles and decide to share them with you. We'll also provide the news source links in the description for the episode. Uh, so Charles, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I can go ahead. I, I, can, I can let people know what my news is. So this one is actually one that I'm sure a lot of people used to fear. You know, whenever movie rental places were a thing. Um... Texas woman faced felony charge for not returning VHS tape over two decades ago. What? So the way that the story goes is apparently a Texas woman recently learned she was charged with a felony after not returning a VHS tape for over 20 years. CBS Dallas and Fort Worth reports Karen McBride, former Oklahoma resident, faced felony embezzlement charge for not returning a Sabrina the Teenage Witch... Uh, VHS to a movie rental store in Norman in 1999. Wait, aren't they already out of business? Is this like <laughs> just like a last desperation to like no, get no, some money? No, that they are out of business. But the thing to me is like, what's so strange about it is that like any time that we ever had a had a movie that we didn't return, we would just bring it in. They'd say, oh yeah, you can either buy the movie or you can pay the late fee. The late fee is like a hundred bucks. If you want to just buy the movie, it's like 20 bucks. It's like, all right, we'll just buy the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I've never that's... heard of a place uh, pressing charges because you didn't bring the VHS tape back. That's like, that's that's, crazy. that's, that's unreal. I've never heard of a video store or one of those they... old video stores doing that. They must have like went bankrupt and just like were looking for like the one thing that they could use to like help make the money back or something. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think. Either that or the pe the person who like owned it was a nut job because like felony embezzlement charges. That that <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, you don't you don't just have like a card on record or something that like you could just uh, charge because they didn't return it. I love my Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Don't you take it from me. This is all I have. Yeah, I, I have no idea, man. That's the strangest fucking thing. Just because um, apparently <laughs> she said that uh, McBride told Oklahoma Station she learned about her charges in Cleveland County after trying to change her name following her marriage in Texas. I thought I was going to have a heart attack, McBride said. They told me I had an issue in Oklahoma, and this was the reference number for me to call, and so I did. Meanwhile, I'm a wanted felon. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, uh, according to court documents, McBride was charged in March 2000 for felony embezzlement of rented property. The location, known as Movie Place, went out of business in 2008. McBride uh, said she did not recall renting the movie and believes it may have been an old roommate who was at fault. 
He had two kids, daughters, that were 8 and 10 or 11 years old. I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. I've never watched that show in my entire life. It's just not my thing. It, it makes a lot more sense. Since they went out of business, I See, guarantee you that they, they were trying well, to find well, that, a way. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is that they, like, they charged her after a year. To me, it's like, okay, you don't have a phone number on hand that you could have called and said, hey, you still have this movie before, you know, you just yeah. place charges. Um, but, you know, luckily the charges were dropped um, by the Cleveland County District Attorney's Office because they were like, okay, this one, it's been like 20 years. So the statute of limitations is kind of out by now. And two, right. it's like, okay, you got felony embezzlement charges because they couldn't be bothered to call you and ask, hey, can we get the movie that you rented back? Yeah, that sounds like a, a bad error on the company's fault. They should have been more on top of that versus waiting for that long to just add a sneaky little, you know, stunt like that. To yeah, them. exactly. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and like charge you with a felony, like without even alerting you to the fact that there's something wrong. Of course, they they do that all the time these days. Anyways, there's people out there who have warrants and they don't even realize they have warrants. See, that, that's one of those things, though, that it did make me think, because I was like, damn, how many people are walking around with, like, felony warrants, and nobody fucking knows because it's over something so stupid like that? Oh, I guarantee you a lot. They won't know until a cop stops them for some sort of, you know, uh, speeding ticket or what, and then they realize that they have a warrant, so it happens a lot. I, more than you can imagine. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Because it, they don't, they don't like, they don't like call you and say you got a warrant. No, they and they don't really send you anything in the mail either. You just kind of find out, and it's just like, how long has this thing been out? No one told me. Yeah, I, luckily I've never had any of that that I'm aware of. I know I uh, I got pulled over one time, and that was kind of what I thought. Turns out the uh, the tags on my car at the time. Uh, I was driving my mom's car. And it turns out the tags were like, you know, out of date. And I remember it's one of those things where like they told me and I was just like, ah, gosh, darn it. And I was like, yeah, I said, this is my, you know, this is my mom's car. Uh, she should have gotten that taken care of. I really apologize. I'll let her know as soon as possible. And I, I was kind like, it's one of those things where it was kind of reinforcing to me because I was like, well, at least I know I don't have any other charges or else they would have done so, so you know, yeah, they would have taken you in. Getting pulled over every once in a while, maybe it'll just lead you to knowing whether or not you have those felony charges, like mm -hmm. just kind of, just kind of hiding somewhere. And then you'll know you have other charges. I don't think it's, I don't think that's a good way to do it, but you know, no, it, it, it's, it's really honestly a trap that the system has. Like the, the way it's designed is, um, you are completely unaware of it until you're arrested until you have a warrant then you're arrested then you have a bail bond to pay to at that point the where they pretty much expect you to lose your job and not be able to pay your bail bond and go to court and win that's pretty much how it's set up oh yeah it's a flaw yeah. it's a flaw in the system it, it, it's it's a setup i don't even so. think it's necessarily a flaw it, like it's obviously a thing to ensure that this that you know that the court systems never want to get more money Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, my dude, so let's hear your news source, now that we got all the litigation out of the way. Okay, okay, I got something here for you. Uh, a Belgian farmer accidentally moves the French border and makes France a little bit smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I saw that, 
And I knew exactly what had to have happened is like there's some marker and he just like did he just move it or or what? So let's see here. It says France uh France has gotten a little smaller and Belgium a little bigger. Thanks to an annoyed Belgian farmer, the farmer on the border of the village of Equ or uh, is it Equilens or E R Q U-E-L-I-N-N-E-S Equilens? I don't know, man. I don't know how them Belgians pronounce things. And the village of Equilens moved a stone in the path of his tractor. According to the BBC, it turned out to not just be any stone, but one marking the boundary between the two countries. And moving it, Belgian gave his country 7.5 more feet and 22, uh, or 2.29 meters by taking that same amount away from France. <laughs> the stone the stone uh has history on it uh on its side the french belgian border was form uh formalized under the 1820 treaty of cortec uh, cortec i guess i don't know and the stone was originally placed there in 1819 when the border was first laid out the neighboring french village of I can't even pronounce these words. Suffered from <laughs> shrinkage. Uh, what is with what every news article I find? Tell you I what, can't. I'm, there's I always. I suffered from shrinkage once. Yeah, it's not fun. What I was going to say is why is it every single time when I find a news article, there's always a name or something <laughs> I can't pronounce? It's like you never hear, like, oh, yes, Joe Burden or Joe. <laughs> well, you're, well, you're Joe, looking at stories over in Belgium and over in Belgium and stuff, dude. What do you expect? Well, no, even even if it's like, you know, like here in America, like the people have like the craziest last names that you can't pronounce in these news stories. And you're just like, and it's not just that person, it's like the, the cop or whoever's reporting they all have like these ridiculous last names that you can't pronounce and it's just like why can't somebody have a normal name for once in these news articles it makes me look like an <laughs> idiot just just call them all john smith if you can't like um just john smith and jane doe if you can't like be bothered to read their name I, like it'll work <laughs> Anyways, uh, the last thing I have here for this news article is the farmer will be asked to return the stone, and if he doesn't, he could face criminal charges. So, Oh, that's pretty good, though. Like, I don't know why. It's so funny that it's just like, okay, yeah, there's a rock here on your property. Uh, so wait, does he own land in both uh, Belgium and, like, in France? Uh, technically, well... That's one way to look at it. Either technically yes or technically no, because he technically... I don't want to use that word too much. Because he moved the border. So... Could could, could, could he just run across the border if, like, a Belgian police were after him? Be like, ha so I'm in France now. You don't have jurisdiction You don't have jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually very... That's a very good question. I feel like that would work. That, like, if you, um... I feel like it would work if you, um, what do you call it, uh, went ahead and like just did it that way. If you just like jumped into France for a little bit and just thought, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm just going to kind of live in my hut over here in France for a little bit until the until the heat dies down. Then I'll move back to Belgium. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hide over here for a little bit. <laughs> you just like set up one of those, uh, you set up one of those Home Depot like, uh, little shacks over in, in, in the France side of your property. <laughs> they just go over like there and you, hang out when you want to be when you want to be French for a little while. That's that's actually a really uh, interesting. I'm really like curious to see like what would you do in that situation? 
<laughs> like if I had a bunch of cops after me and I was between France and Belgium? Yeah, what would you do? <laughs> I mean, I'd probably run over to between France and Belgium until someone caught me. I mean, it's not like you have like you know like border control watching oh, you. Well, you well the just... thing is, yeah, if you commit a if you commit a crime in Belgium, is it still considered a crime in France? See, I don't know. I just but but I do know that it, it it'll slow down the authorities for a little bit because of jurisdiction issues. Oh yeah, yeah. If they cross the border to arrest you, then it's like technically they've went like. Like, because you can't really do that, I don't believe. I'm not quite sure how that works, though. I know physically it doesn't keep them from, like, running across the border and grabbing you. But I'm really not sure how the jurisdiction goes there. Like, if that would hold up in court or not. I don't either. It's like that Sideshow Bob uh, episode of The Simpsons where he was going to kill Bart in, like, the one place where five different uh, states come together. Wait, like, what? Oh, you don't remember that? There was an episode of The Simpsons with Sideshow Bob where he concocted this plan. I can't remember where. It, I think it's called like the Five Points Peak or something like that. But there's some place in the U.S. where five different states uh, meet. And it's the only place in the United States that has like five different states that are all meeting in one place. Apparently his plan was to stand in one state, fire a bullet across the second state, which would hit Bart in the third state, causing him to fall into the fourth state and die and probably die in the fifth state. So altogether it was it was a crime, but it was technically not a crime in any state specifically. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen that episode. I don't know. I just thought that it was kind of funny because I was like, is that how it would work here? Could you could you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I guess with all that said, it's time to move on to our guest segment. Hell yeah, let's bring on the guest. Okay, everybody, this is that part where I told you uh, we don't have the guest segment. I lost it. So, let's listen to the never-before-heard clip of the test recording. Hey, paisanos! What kind of nonsense is this? Guess what? It's showtime. Who's responsible for this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. I ought to beat your brains and I think I will. What's good, baby? Welcome to the show. I'm Zach, and with me I have Charles and Kevin. Hey, guys, how's it going? It is going well, my good friend. How about you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just had tamales, and uh, they were delicious. Very good. You know, the, the audio broke out just then, and it sounded like you said you just had some mollies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, so it, it was really good. It was really good. <laughs> it was really good. I had some mollies. We had a good time. Splendid time. And uh, Everything feels amazing. I'm really thirsty, though. <laughs> I'm super thirsty now. I'm a very thirsty boy. I'm a thirsty, thirsty bitch. I'm going to see if I can turn down this audio a little bit because it's kind of overwhelming. There we go. We'll see how oh. that works. I'm a gangster. Is it overwhelming for the baby? It was overwhelming. Yeah. Is, it too, was, is it too much? It was too much for me to handle. It's too much for him, Charles. Oh, would you two just stop fighting? <laughs> <laughs> Granny getting mad. <laughs> so how how have my baby boys been doing? What's good, baby? No, it's just like I said. I'm 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 a little hungover today. Won't lie. I bet you are. I one bet those, you are. One of those days where I laid in bed and I just watched YouTube for a while. Yeah, it was nice. And then as soon as I stood up the first time, I was like, oh god, my stomach. 
Ooh. Dude, I woke up this morning around like, oh, actually, I woke up around 11, like 11.30, and I just laid in bed and just watched like the boys on YouTube and just, just sat there and just slept. It was great. I love Narrator. I do too. The, a the ass was fat. Repeat after Yes, me. Narrator, Narrator does have some cakes on him. Yes, he does. <laughs> Those are sweet cakes, dude. Mm-hmm. Out of everybody in the boys, who's your favorite? I like, I like the well, I, can, I can tell you who's my least favorite. Molly? Yes. Yeah, he tries too hard. I, I like uh, Josh and... Uh, uh, In, my favorite... It would be Josh, the narrator, the Juicy. Can I be your favorite? You could be my favorite. Aww. I'm also Thanks, man. I'm also gonna test out some of this background music real quick as we're still testing this. So okay, I just got all quiet. And... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get quiet. I didn't mean to get quiet. Mm -hmm. Let me get this mm. background music playing here. This is some peaceful background music called "Morning Relaxing Something." <laughs> <laughs> it's just peaceful. Re morning relaxing. Something. It's called "Morning Relax." Hang on. Let me let me let my playlist play it over. Okay, morning. Just just just. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Morning relaxing music, positive, and then it just completely stopped. Positive feeling. Oh, oh, bitch. Call it relaxing morning dump. I'm gonna rename it right now to relaxing morning dump. Okay. No, we just need. It's not the actual dump part. It's the the the, the after feeling. You know, when it's done and you feel so much better. That's the part that everybody loves. Like, ah. Uh, what can we, we need to name that. We need to name that feeling. We do need that feeling. We need that feeling more often. That's anyway. I'm gonna have that. Anyway. I'm gonna have that relaxing feeling after these tamales go through my system. Which should be about uh, how long? How long did you eat those? Uh, probably about 15 minutes ago. 15 minutes ago? Yeah. Okay. Plus we probably got about that, five minutes before they. <laughs> plus on top of that, I'm having coffee too, so that's not gonna help. Oh god! Plus he hit the, he had the uh, hot fries last night. I got you. Oh, and I had hot fries this morning too. Oh my god! That's not a breakfast food sack. <laughs> I know. I woke up and I was like, "Ooh, hot fries!" And I started eating. And I was like, "Oh Ooh, god!" Ooh, hot fries. What am I gonna do? And then Dante came over with uh, Dante and Deanna came over with those tamales, and I gave Dante the rest. And I was like, "Here, take these away from me now." <laughs> Inner fat kid, gonna eat it all. Yep. Alrighty, I'm going. You know, Zach used to do that in in the early part of our friendship. If you brought over food, you know, he wouldn't sit there and ask you for it until he really felt comfortable. Later on, you started asking, but you would just like stare at it <laughs> with that hunger in your eyes. You would just be like, be like, oh man, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, would you like to try some? Oh, well, I mean, if you want me to, sure. <laughs> what I do and then he consumes the whole thing in like five seconds I'm like damn hey. and then Tori oh my god Tori would just be like he don't know boundaries at all he'd just be like reach over on your plate and just take food right there and then tell you he's going to do it after he's already take, you know taking it hey. you know he reaches over grabs it oh I'm just gonna take this right you, here you gonna eat this well I guess not now since you've already put it in your mouth right <laughs> <laughs> No, I want you to chew it up and then spit it in my mouth like a bird. <laughs> Regurgitate it for me, please. 
Yes, just like an Ace Ventura when nature calls. Hungry fella? Hungry little fella? I love that movie. I think that's actually... I actually think that the sequel is better than the first movie. I agree. I agree. Uh, but you know that, that opening scene, I, I can't watch. I can't. I know. I know. I Dante, I, when I was making Dante watch the, the sequel... I completely forgot about the whole raccoon scene, and it actually made Dante cry, and I felt terrible. Oh, man, it made me cry, too. I'll cry right now. As a grown man, I will cry. He will. You know what almost I made me cry? I... What? I watched the Rugrats movie, like, after all these years, and the part where, like, I, I think they I think Spot died? Yeah, whenever, like, they all oh. think that, uh, whenever they all think that, uh, the dog dies, and it's like... Then, then their dad just comes up, like, carrying him because they're like, we wish we had Spike back. And then, like, dad falls through the fucking bridge and Spike's just down there chilling. <laughs> Damn dog. <laughs> they're like, yeah, he did it. That's a good question right there. Who was your most annoying character on Rugrats? Besides Angelica? I, Angelica didn't really get on my nerves. I liked her style. I liked her style, but I think it's, it's a it's a it's a tie for me between the twins and Chucky. Yeah, Chucky's gonna, little whiny ass bitch. I was gonna say Phil and Lil because they always fucking argue and they don't they I, they, they get on my nerves real quick. Twincest. I'm trying to think who my least favorite character probably is. Dill Pickles. You know what? I honestly, I, I was never a big fan of um, Phil and Lil's mom. Oh yeah, she was annoying, dude. She was such she, she was such an inner lesbian that just got married for the. Well, well it, it, it was a cover. People made jokes. They're like, the only way that they could see Phil and Lil was because Howard wouldn't, like Howard couldn't get it up, so she grabbed his hair and started pulling it, like, <laughs> and that's why his hair always stays out like that. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear about the creepy pasta theory about uh, Rugrats? Uh, I believe, I think you told me about it before, but I don't exactly remember the specifics of it. It was supposed to be like uh, all the kids were dead, and it it was all like it was all like delusions from Angelica that she was just like seeing. Uh, she was just going crazy and thinking they were all there talking to her. It's kind of shit. Angelica probably the one responsible for killing all the babies. All right, I'm going to test out another segment bite real quick and see what happens here. Yeah, take a bite. Yeah, I'm going to take a bite out of crime. Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. Let's try, um... Let's try... Put some more in it, Put some Dad. more. Put some more. All right, I'm going to try out the, uh... The critical news. No, we'll just say things you need to know segment. Here we go. Things, things you need to know. Yep. All right. So I'm cranky. We'll have to be quiet as the segment plays, and I'll intro. I'll intro us into it. Here we go. Hello. What's this? Hello. Hello, Mo. You better come right over. You're missing one of the biggest things in your life. Fun. You call that fun? That was boring. All right, guys, it's time for things you need to know. And uh, we're going to start this off with just a little bit of pizzazz. Kevin, do you have some things that we need to know about? <laughs> I think I have a lot of stuff you guys need to know about. 
Oh, I need to go ahead and tell you shit. Just go ahead and give me a quick, a quickie. <laughs> you know. Okay. One, the most important thing you need to know is I'm cranky. Okay. And uh, I haven't, I haven't killed and fed in so long, so uh, watch out. Okay. Okay. Charles, do you have things that we need to know about? Yeah. Um. Uh, he likes to collect nickels. I made pee pee. Oh. <laughs> oh. His mom's his best friend. I, I made I made the pee pee as my panty. Huh. <laughs> things we don't need to know. <laughs> the things you need to know and the things you don't need to know. <laughs> Tune in tonight, nine at eleven. I got some things that you need to know. Um, what? What's that? What's, what's that? What do you need to know? So, last night I had a dream that uh, I was back in Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I realized that I don't need uh-huh. to be going to Japan right now because I would be fucked if I went uh-huh. to Japan. I can't understand a damn word anybody uh-huh. says. Uh huh. I was like stuck in Japan, and everybody was speaking in uh-huh. Japanese, yelling at me, and I couldn't understand. Uh huh. Kevin. <laughs> You know what? Love you. I'm, this, I'm done. Okay, go ahead. I, this is what I get for sharing my feelings. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I love, I love you. I'm thinking about like what this section should be is like maybe all three of us pulls up like some facts or need to know just obscure knowledge that we look up on the internet and just share like one thing that we found on the internet. What do you guys think? Did you know the bit on the end of your shoe is called an aglet? I actually do. I learned that from Phineas and Ferb. Hey, look in, uh, look in memes real quick. All right. Look in the video memes. I just posted. <laughs> What's this? Hold on. Let me stop this, uh, recording or not this recording. Let me stop this audio. Oh god, that scared me. <laughs> that actually scared me. <laughs> I've had that happen to me before because I used to have pet rats. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna I love s- how it just leaps up from all the way down there. Yeah. I'm gonna stop the recording now. Everybody say bye. 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 How the Hey, thanks for listening to the show. What's Good Baby can be heard on Anger FM, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at our website at ObscuredCartoons.com. Become a member on our Discord and join the fun and stay in touch with our community. Join the show as a special guest through the Discord and be heard. All links are provided in the description down below and on our website. Until next time, what's good, baby? We're doing every. It's not. It's not our fault. It's technology's fault. You yeah. Can't, you can't let it control us. <laughs>